We've been talking about purpose. I want to continue on. Uh, title, if you want one. Purpose in the season. Monica already preached my message, so I won't be very long this morning. Ecclesiastes 3.1. It says, everything, in everything there is a season, a time for everything, every purpose in heaven. Every purpose. Did you hear me? Every purpose. You know, so many times we get involved in life and things go on and you think, my gosh, is this going to go on forever and ever and ever? No, because everything's seasonal. I just read everything's seasonal. But as I walk through these, and I've got a few scriptures I want to I look at, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. We've, we've got to, and was said already, We've got to recognize that no matter what you are going through, God is guaranteed and promised us that he's going to take that season you're walking through. And there's, there's purpose for it. Now, Neil just went through four or five kidney stones, had to go and have surgery and the whole bit. And I could, I, I could probably ask him now, was there a purpose? And he would go, uh, duh. <laughs> but there's, if there's not, then God's lying to us. And God does not lie to us. So we've got to get to the place where everything that's going on in your life, you've just got to trust. And you've got to see what's going on. Uh, the girls had a basketball game last night. It was rough enough that one of the players on the other team, that one of our girls was down sitting. And the girl went by and kneed her in the head. Now, is there a purpose for that? Well, yeah, there is. Number one, that girl's going to have to repent. And number two, the one that got hit is going to have to recognize this is the way it is when you play basketball with Anna Jonesboro. <laughs> they just play that way. And we can't let that affect our game. The problem with that was the girl that got hit got hit with a softball back in softball season, somewhat of a concussion. So every time she gets hit, then she, a migraine comes on all of a sudden. You say, is there a purpose? And I'm, I'm, yes. You say, well, how can there be a purpose in any of that? He tells the truth because he is truth. And we've got to recognize that it is. Romans 8, 28, New King James Version says, And we know that all things, and we know that some things, it says all, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and those who are called, called according to his purpose. In the Passion Bible, 28. Wisdom with my eyes here, folks. There it is. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. See, he's all love. And he's dropped that love in each and every one of you. So whatever we walk through, whatever's taking place, however we've been abused, however we've been, well, you, you name it, we've got to turn around and recognize that our response has to be from the fruit of the Spirit and then hopefully we can use the gifts of the Spirit that flow through us to touch hearts and touch lives. In New Living Translation, 2 Timothy 2.9 says, 
I preach this, I preach this good news. I am suffering and have been chained like a criminal. But the word of God can't, the word of, the word of God cannot be chained. Through what? Through how we walk through what we walk through. And everybody here walks through different things. But it's an interesting thing. I don't care what you go through, what level we think you're going through it. Every level when you walk through it is the same to everybody here. Because if, it, if it's a hangnail and it's, it's just driving you crazy. Has anybody got a paper cut like right on the end of your finger? Well, that's no big deal. But it is. But then you got someone that died of cancer, suffering with cancer. But it is. So they're the same, but we've got to recognize that God's, God follows through in everything. I, I love that he already knows what's taking place in our lives. I love that he understands. Before we even knew, he understood. He understood. Definition of purpose is to attend to or accomplish something willfully. See, we... Everybody forgets that he give us a free will. We're not a, I get tickled. I see a lot of people that's trying to come out now and be ventriloquist. And they take the puppet, like the puppet's alive, talking to the person that's doing everything. Folks, God didn't do it that way. This puppet us, we have, we can do, say, operate. We, I can, I could get up here right now and totally deny Christ. I could get up here and, and I could get up here and say and do whatever I wanted to say. I can't. I, I could do like a lot of the world's doing now because they, they're carnal. And I could get up here and I could just, I could use the language that the world's using now to, to express with great adjectives, F this and, 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 well, they've got, they're talking the gospel. No, they are. But I can't imagine Jesus doing that. See, I can do what I want. I'm, there was a time back when, when grace was coming on strong for the first time, really. And one of the pastors got up and had a beer and drank it. Well, he's got a right to do that, and he can do that wherever he wants to do that. But the influence is not the influence that you'd have towards. Is it wrong? It, it just says don't be drunk. And I'm not going to get into all of that. But the fact is... Who do you represent? But you can't represent him until you get in your heart and you know that you know that you know that whatever happens, he'll give you the right thing to say and do. He doesn't cut you down. He doesn't condemn you. There's nowhere in the word that says where the Holy Spirit condemns you. He just tells you the right thing to do. And you decide what you want to do with all of it. Did I get a little too deep for all that? Fact is, life is life. I mean, watch the news. Now we've got a president that got caught with all of these secret files. That's what happened to Trump after he got out. And they prosecuted, persecuted the life. Now they're saying that our president, surprise, surprise, has mental problems. So we can't try him in court. Now, I'm not trying to get political here, but in all this that's going on, we've got to recognize who we are in Christ and what we've got and how we respond to everything that goes on. 
the Israeli government right now, every nation, including America, is telling them what to do. Folks, Israel is about the size of Randolph County. It would be like, it would be like us, it would be like us, it would be like Missouri coming across the river and killing all of our people in this town, and then they leave, and then we say, well, it's okay, you know, let's make, go ahead and let them, let them do what they want to do. No, but, but, but what are we doing all this? We recognize that God's got us, and God's going to take care of us, and when it's all said and done, guess who wins? Oh, by the way, that's the team I'm rooting for. And I told somebody earlier, you're, you're an idolatry. I'm just kidding. Andrew's got one on that says Jesus. He's on my team. Donna's got one that says love. She's on, well, she's, she's on my team anyway. I'm just kidding, and you know it. But the world's going nuts. But we've got to be the ones that are stable. We've got to be the ones in the midst of when things are absolutely crazy. Oh, we've got voter guides coming in. I'm, I'm going to get off this. We've got voter guides coming in. And one of the things that are, is coming up for them to oppose or say it's okay. I've got to say this right. Insurance has to pay for prostrate exams for women. And whatever kind of exams for men, they're supposed to be for women. It's on the, it's on the, that's oppose or approve. That's for the transgenders. Give me a break. So in the end times, you say, you mean that God's got a purpose for all of, yeah. He's separating those that are going to stand and those that are going to float the other way. And he's recognized it. But see, he is desiring for us to get closer and closer and closer and closer. And in everything that goes on, I found in my life, every time a tragedy of some sort has hit our family, I got, here, pastors admitting his, I got closer and closer and closer. And the closer I'm getting, and I'm still a long way from where I should be. Don't judge me, but it's a fact. We're all that way. I'm recognizing little things like in James where it says, if you need wisdom, ask. Get a revelation. That's the truth. So anything that goes on and anything that's taking place or, or any situation that I don't like or anything that, that terrifies me or anything that put, tries to put fear on me or anything that just doesn't, that, that I don't like, I've got to recognize he's got the wisdom. I need to ask the question, Lord, why is this going on? But I know that you've got the answer and I know he's going to take care of it. I know, I, I know, I'm getting, my knower is getting to know that whatever takes place, uh, last night, I, I could have really, really, really got cranked up with the game. I could tell Brad was, his head was getting red. But he was, you, you maintained very well. It was, it, I mean, when you see somebody get, and that was just one incident of what took place. And it was, it was unbelievable. Anyway, 
you've got to come back to the place of going, now wait a minute. He already seen this. He already knew this. He's already seen things that have took place in my life and your life. He's already, he already knew. He already knew who got COVID and who didn't get COVID. He already knew how to walk through COVID. He already knew the battle of Raymond over here who's with us battling cancer. He already know he's going to win either way, and he knows that. That's what's so awesome about Raymond. He's at peace with his life. Raymond, how old are you now? 80... 83. 83. He's still young. Marching on, marching on, marching on. Diagnosis does not look good, but they don't understand that diagnosis is good. Because all of our times here is just a... And then it's an eternity with Christ. And I'll promise you that man probably got more crowns than most all of us when he gets there. It's like, which one should I put on today, Lord? You know, but many times we take that choice and we, we and boy, we're all so guilty. We take that choice of our opinions and our attitudes of ourself and Christ doesn't get glory in anything that's going on. But he's going he's gonna to even win. I do wrong. He's going to fix that. That's what's so awesome about it. Jeremiah 1.5 says in the New King James, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nation. Talking about Jeremiah, but also talking about you and I. We are a prophet to the the world we live in. We are just passing through. We are not a part of really what's going on. The Bible says you're a peculiar people. Not a weird person. You're different. You're different because you're walking through things in life knowing that he's going to make a purpose no matter what I go through or what takes place or what's going on or the health issues that you're battling. He's going to do. You know, I could Just recently I could say why in the world Lord? Hey, has anybody seen the new Chosen yet? Oh, go. They show three, the first three episodes is three and a half hours, but it seems like it lasts about 35 minutes. But there's things in the, the coming, this coming season that are showing us even Christ went through times that unbelievable, but yet he knew, he knew that he knew that he knew. Real on the the third the third episode is like whew. I'm not telling you, but Jesus Himself has this look on His face like I want to fix this, but He hasn't said I can. There's a purpose. In everything that goes on in our life, there's a purpose that, that's moving us and, and taking care of us. Proverbs 19.21, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose <laughs> will prevail. His purpose will prevail in my, in my mistakes. His purpose will prevail. Think about, you know, j just think about David running from Saul. Wondering, David, David was anointed as a child to be the king, but it wasn't time. So all the things he had to walk through, and then prior to being the king, 
Saul, the king, and all the army was chasing him all over the country. And then, and then we had situations where Saul had him in a cave. Or David had him in a cave and was able to kill him and take over the position. But yet he knew because the purpose was it wasn't time yet. And he knew not to make the choice. And then he repented to Saul for even thinking about doing something. There's purpose in everything that goes on. Think about Peter. Think about how Peter felt when he denied Christ. Because Monica commented, so many times we live in condemnation when the Bible plainly tells us there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He took care of all of our mistakes. He covered all of our sin. And we, we, we recognize we've made a mistake. Don't walk in condemnation. Just go back to the place of saying, Lord, thank you that you're a forgiving God. I am so sorry that I did what I did. Help me to get out of these old habits. Because see, your old nature is your habit. When you do things and say things you shouldn't, when you react, when you almost blow up, when the, when the umpires miss everything, the, the, when the news constantly lies to you, when your wife goes astray, when your husband goes astray, when your kids go nuts, I could just keep going on and on and on. When you know that you're young, you're, your kids should be making these decisions, but you're no longer, you're just daddy, you're no longer training them at home, they're doing their own, and you want to reach out and you want to say, don't do that, don't do that, quit, quit. And you can't, and you got to just back up and you just got to let it go. You go to God. But God, Lord, you pray. That the only answer to anything on this earth is to pray, because he always answers his prayers, every time, every time. Well, I want to win at pickleball. Maybe you need to lose at pickleball, you prideful thing. And he don't say it like that, but. You say, are you saying that when, when bad things happen, God did it? No, 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 no. You won't find that in the scripture. He does allow things because he knows it's going to be good for you. And he allows things because that you've made the choice. And he allows things. But whatever mistake I make, whatever right thing I do, there's always a purpose in both, both corners. So I can live my life more at peace and, and, and follow what God's got and see what God's got. What about Paul's life? My goodness. Here he was serving God in his heart. And he was killing the Christians. Because he thought they were the wrong way. And then he gets basically, folks, struck by lightning and goes blind. Now he's really confused. But yet he knows there's something there because he was spoken to during that time. Then his eyesight comes back and then he's, now he's out. And all the people he persecuted, he needed them to trust him, but they didn't trust him. All the while, his mind's going wild and crazy. He don't know for sure if he heard from God, but he knows he heard from God. That's all part of what I'm talking about. We've got to recognize, you know, the main thing, really, I just want, folks, just start enjoying every day. You know, put him first in everything. Put him first in your, in your sports. Put him first in your life. We got 49er, the, the quarterbacks, a sold-out Christian. The, the, the Kansas City team, he's a Christian. You say, well, who's going to win? Which, which Christian's the best? Oh, I've got nothing to do with it. 
well, I know he's a better Christian than the other one, so, so I know who's going to win. Oh, give me a break. Enjoy, but put him first. Walk in your life and know that whatever comes down, put him first. Walk in your life, and whenever you get hurt, do what he does, forgive. Because when you forgive, you can go on and have fun in your life. If you don't forgive, we know the story of unforgiveness. You're the one that's in bondage and not the person that hurts you. Why? Because he's, he's designed this, folks, for us to operate properly. He knows when you're rejected. He knows when you're going to face a giant. And he knows. Think about David there. Went to the king and said, I can take care of that giant for you. Well, here, put on my armor. No, that's not me. I've got to face this because God told me to face this. I've got to do it the way I've, I've seen his anointing flow through me. And he, and he faced the giant. Had to be terrifying. He had to go out facing this giant like we do facing our problems. He had to say, okay, if I destroy him, cool. If he beats me, cool. My heart. They had to walk in the fire, in the fiery furnace, knowing this is not good, but God's got me. They even say, if he does, cool. If he doesn't, cool. But he didn't use the word cool when they're talking about going in a fiery furnace. Follow me? God's got it. What about your life, folks? Have you come to the place in your life where you can just say, okay, I'm going to do the best I can do. I'm going to learn in all my doings because that's his purpose. And I'm just going to enjoy. Or are you constantly whining, constantly talking about your problems to other people? First thing that comes out of your mouth is your problems to other people. Get off of that. Learn to say, how are you today? Can I pray for you in anything? Can, don't, even get, don't even get spiritual like that. Just say, how are you? What's going on in your life? And then as the conversation goes on, say, hey, I'll cover that. Every time I think about you, I'll cover that situation. Raymond comes up in my heart all the time. Mr. Coffee, who is slowly getting better, is on most of our hearts here, here in town. That's God using you. You say, well, what about me? God will take care of you if you take care of others. That's what Jesus did for us. He took care of us so it would, we would then be taken care of. And he would be taken care of. He's at the right hand of the Father. He knew what was going on, folks. God's good. Come to the place. Guys, come on up. Come to the place of recognizing it doesn't matter what happened. Well, what about my past? What about the mistakes I made in the past? <laughs> They're forgiven. Did you have to adjust in that? Of course, you recognize you did wrong, but that doesn't put you in hell. The only thing that puts you in hell is denying Christ and never, ever saying yes to Jesus. Once you say yes to Jesus, he has a purpose for your life from the very beginning. Jeremiah told us that. I know my plans. You know, some people say God's a mysterious God. No, he's not a mysterious God. He's a God with a purpose. He's a God with a plan. And everybody sitting in this room, God... It's, it's so mind-boggling because our mind tries to figure it out. How in the world can he keep track of all the billions of people in this earth right now? But he does. And he wants everybody right down to the Muslims and the Hindus 
He wants them to say yes to Jesus. He wants the Jewish people to say yes to Jesus. That's why all that's going on now is going on because that's his people. We're just adopted in. And he's going to get the remnant that he wants and it's going to come about and he's going to take care of it. Let's just enjoy. It's like tonight. Well, I'm not coming because I don't like Dallas and I, I don't like any of them teams. My, my team, but, but they're gone. And I'm, I'm, I'm not watching that. Don't, don't watch it then. Come and eat and turn your back on it. But visit with us that love you. That's kind of like people that you get mad and leave the church. What about all the people that loved you? Well, that one person offended me. Well, what about the 50 that loved you? You just walking off? See, we, the Bible says we will become lovers of self. So we got to fight that. And we got to recognize if somebody hurts you, God's going to use it on purpose take care of it. On purpose, forgive. On purpose, know that God's got a purpose. And let God have them that hurt you. He will take care of it. Father, we thank you. We thank you for everything. And we, we do because you, your word says, give thanks in everything. All the, the junk in the past, that, the mistakes that I've made, all the mistakes that we've made as a body, all the decisions that have been wrong, we didn't, we, we made a mistake. But you fixed it because you got a purpose in it. You're growing each and every one of us up using everything that takes place in our lives. We trust you with our lives and everything that is going on. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We know that we know that we know you've already done it. We know that we know that we know the battles, folks, the battles that we are fighting have already been taken care of. Let's close out with this song. I'm fighting a battle.
be here that's carrying things that happened to you in the past. It's called luggage. He already took care of that. There's a purpose in that. Take that piece of luggage and set it down and say, Lord, thank you for covering it, taking care of it. No matter what it looks like, what it sounds like, thank you that you've got that. I'm not going to pick it up again. Father, we thank you. No matter what took place in our past, no matter what went on in our past, no matter, no matter the heartache, the hurt, you've got it. You've took care of it or you're taking care of it. My responsibility, Father, is to love you and trust you. So that's where we're going. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. We've got a deacon's meeting as fast as you can get back there. <laughs>